Hi everyone and welcome to season two, episode three of the FPL Renegades podcast. My name is Drew. As always, I'm joined by the two other Renegades. Willie, how are you, Willie? I'm Grant, Drew. Sound a bit miserable and mopey <laughs> there, but... Uh... No, no, I'm happy. Yeah, we have all the all the technical um, stuff is in order now, so I'm ready to go. Okay, and Kirks is back. How are you, Kirks? Good, thanks. After fixing all the technical stuff that the <laughs> listeners didn't need to know about, but yeah. it's like someone injected Willie with truth serum. He just can't not tell you exactly what has just happened. No, just don't ask me. So anyway, we're here on Tuesday, the sixth of August, um, a few days away from the deadline. This is actually our fourth preseason pod, believe it or not. We've covered our own strategies and the fixtures. We've had a look at all twenty teams, and today we're gonna reveal and talk about our own drafts and the thinking behind it. Yeah, I'm looking forward to this podcast, no group. Yeah, now to be honest, between recording podcasts and other stuff, I haven't really paid much attention to my own draft. I have a bit of a a bus team locked in, happy with most of it, but I'd say I'll yeah. be tweaking right up to the deadline. So I was just going to say that the first day that I came out, I did my draft and I have two changes to my first 11 now than I had the day the game came the out. The first day? Yeah, so that's a bit mad. Yeah, so I actually just need to remember to do my team. It seems like way more behind than usual. This uh, stupid podcast is getting in the way of my uh, FPL how many rules domination. We, how many rules did we go through the other week that we don't follow ourselves? That would be interesting, actually, to check back. Yeah. So, right, we'll get stuck into it, I suppose. We'll go through our own drafts, and we'll start at the back with the goalies. Yeah. So, Willie, what's your thinking with goalies? Right, so we go to goalies first, so... As I mentioned before, I'm on the, the 4.5, 4.0 strategy, investing as little as possible in this position. Um, Why don't you go for two 4 million goalies then if you're doing that strategy? Because they wouldn't get any points through. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so like my 4.5, I'm going for uh, Nick Pope, 4.5 Burnley. Surely his first choice uh, with Heaton gone to the mighty Villa. Um, he played 90 minutes last preseason game and he kept a clean sheet versus Parma. Uh, Burnley historically quite solid defensively. They were poor last season defensively, but they did improve in the second half of the season. And that season when Heaton didn't play many minutes, 2017-2018 season, I think, Pope had 152 points, 11 clean sheets, 113 saves. I get anything close to that, I'll be delighted. And my 4.0, I'm on uh, Mick McGovern and Norwich, whoever he is, alone 4.0. I just want no risk and I don't want to drop in value. Cool. Can I... Ask you a question about you can do. Nick Pope because I've been thinking about him myself as well. Yeah. A little bit worried that after the first game against Southampton, he plays Arsenal, Wolves, and Liverpool in a row. So you're kind of starting off on the back foot. He probably yeah. won't get that many points. A lot of people are saying Heaton uh, go for the Heaton Pope rotation. Don't the fixtures don't bother me at all, Drew. I I just think like fixtures just don't matter to me for a four point five goalie. Every three saves he gets a point. So maybe against the poorer teams he make a lot more saves and he'll get a couple of save points. he get four points out of nothing. So, to be honest, I don't really care about the fixtures. That's fair enough. Kirk, have you thought at all about your goalie and your <laughs> planning research? Um... Yeah, it's um same as Woody. So, so without all the numbers and bullshit, uh, <laughs> Heaton or Pope and a four million on the bench. Currently, it's Stecklenburg, but it could be anybody. Okay. And are you leaning towards either of those? Or? I have Heaton at the moment because I wanted a Burnley defender and don't want to double up. Yep. But, uh, might double up Burnley just don't like Villa so we'll see fair enough uh, 
I think we have a full house here. I'm going for the same strategy. 4.5 starter. Absolute dross on the bench. Uh, I have Button at the minute, but I think I just did it alphabetically. Um, I'm not sure on who I'm going to pick. I'm actually between Heaton, Pope, Ryan, and even Gunn from Southampton. Yeah. Uh, now I wasn't sure whether he was going to start, but Willie assured me he will. Oh, First yeah. choice, yeah. Oh, I think it's definitely 100%. I always take Willie's advice. Like, that's it. <laughs> accurate. It's never backfired. It's never backfired. It's never backfired. It's never backfired. So my main thinking is I, I want Pope because I'm not really interested in any of the Burnley defenders like Kirks. But again, I'm a little bit concerned about his opening few fixtures. I wouldn't mind getting off to a bit of a flyer yeah. and having someone with nicer fixtures. What about but Henderson? If I start with the likes of, say, I don't know, a keeper with better fixtures that kind of as as they go on am I kind of banking a transfer later down the line yeah, at some would. stage when you're kind of yeah, when you're set and forget you're going to have to absorb but Burnley midterm fixtures aren't actually that bad so they're not like I know they're not great in the first four but they do get better it's like from probably five, five to, five to yeah. ten they're whereas I'm kind of thinking if I bring in Matty Ryan it's Watford West Ham Southampton then City then he plays Burnley and Newcastle so it's a nice start but again how, are they going to play? how many goals did, did, did Brighton concede under Chris Hewton who's the most defensive it's manager in the world new manager. now they're playing under Potter who's the most attacking forward thinking manager it's all unknown though you can't really now they're going to concede goals look you know at the pre-season games you know how Burnley don't play Burnley aren't going to concede goals Villa aren't going to concede goals they're all going to concede goals Burnley are a lot more defensive than say Brighton and Villa are somewhere in between Villa, I, I think Henderson won't be a bad Villa are nothing at the minute to be honest <laughs> Henderson, I should have actually told Henderson's him. Henderson's not on my list. He's have nice fixtures. They're a quite defensive team, and they'll get a few. Kind of counterintuitive, isn't it? And he's got a a very good football and education. So he has. It was the last season. Henderson was the yeah, the like guy to have. And like, probably but he worst, saved a bit three penalties in the first ten games, and yeah, I think those points are a bit misleading. But like the lower teams are going to historically, a lot of the the, the promoted teams have done well with. And then I'd like Eaton because he is a bit of an FPL stalwart. He's uh, so solid. Oh. He makes a lot of saves. You see the highlights against Leeds. You can rely on him. But then Man, I don't want to bring in a keeper from a promoted team. I really don't want to bring in a keeper from Villa. And <laughs> you're kind of talking about Brighton and being an attacking team. You're telling me that Villa are all out of attack. You're kind of crazy. I, I think Villa, Villa are all out of attack. What they're going to do. I think Villa's players are going to be a higher quality than Brighton. They're going to have already. They're going to have a marvellous... That's, that's a bit arrogant. Uh, it's not arrogant. It is. They're, they're going to have either... the best players from around the world. Like, which one of those two teams are the kind of established Premier League team over the last few years? Did you see they're Brighton's stats from both a defensive and attacking statistic that season? They were just completely close. They were in a different league to Villa. Literally, in a different league. <laughs> Villa so it's spent, hard to compare them. Villa spent 200 million. By I couldn't even team. name you a Villa centre-half. Like, does Paul McGrath play for them or... Who is their centre-back parent? Tyrone Mings and probably Angles, the guy that we bought from them. Do you know what my big worry is? That you are so hateful that me and Kirks are going to miss out on actual yeah. good Villa assets because you kind of yeah. ruin it for us. So, uh, anyway. <laughs> I'm My goalie's up in the air. I'm actually between five because you've kind of given me another one there. And but, it's still, it's the but it's still, yeah, we're all playing that yeah. strategy. Yeah. Uh, for anyone else listening, I think we're only going to our own drafts, but none of us are interested in a premium keeper. None of us are interested in the 4.5 rotation because it's an extra half a million and so much you could just get stung picking oh, the wrong yeah. guy. Yeah. Alright, so that's goalies. Yeah. Moving on to the defence. Willie, <clears throat> what have you got? Right, so the defence, as I think I mentioned before, I'm set on the four premiums and a four million sub, second or third sub. 
So we'll go through player one. First name on my team sheet, you guys mightn't agree, but it's Trent Alexander-Arnold, 7 million Liverpool. Uh, a double pool defence is a no-brainer, in my opinion. He offers so much attacking potential. Personally, I see teams as full-backs as midfielders with added bonus of clean sheets, I've mentioned before. Look, 6.8 points per 90 last season, first among defenders. Said it before, 29 starts, yet he was in the top 10 scorers in the game. Seven assists the last six game weeks. Second best XGI defenders, 8.1. 14 assists, the most ever for a defender. Now, I do think he may be rotated against the real top teams. Gomez is obviously the better defender. But the very few top teams in the first eight games, so I'm happy to take the risk. I have the more nailed on Andy Robertson, as we talked about in a minute. Also, my team to make sure I cover the pool clean sheet on the day's TA misses out. So I read a good point the other day, which I would never think of, and it's really random. Yeah. Like... It could be to your advantage that sometimes he gets taken off near the end of games because if they their clean sheet is wiped out, he might yeah. just kind of save them. Now it's a real jammy way of thinking, but, but someone was kind of using it. It happened with people in the start, not with Christensen. He was fifty nine. It did happen with someone in the start. I can't remember who it was. Was it a, a city player or? Oh yeah, no, I don't mean. Happens again. Anyway, yeah, just say Trent gets hauled off yeah, no, after seventy minutes. But there was a player that happened. To, there was a player that happened to two or three times last season, and there was late goals in the happened game. Happened to Duffy. Duffy, yeah, I think that I happened, had Duffy yeah. when it happened, and I kind yeah. of was accused of being the luckiest man in the world. But yeah. it's just another way of thinking of it, which is random. But it's a real—I don't know what kind of world you live in if you're kind of That's thinking of that, forgetting yeah. points. Like it's real upside yeah. down. No, I'm more thinking if he doesn't play, he'll play the whole game. I'll have Dundalk in for Solby. Might have a nice fixture. He might nick a goal or assist. So obviously, then the next player I'm going on to, who I think I'd be surprised if we don't all have him, Andy Robertson, seven million Liverpool. Look, Liverpool had 21 clean sheets last season. Robbo had 213 points, fifth highest of all players. 12 assists, 29 bonus points, 50 chances created, 15 big chances. He's nailed on. Like, I don't think I'm exaggerating when I say he's the best fullback in the world. Can we edit this and when you listen back, speed up that bit? Every time he goes, <laughs> he goes into the stats and... I think people like the stats, though. Like, uh, all Robert, this, lots of Robertson's surprisingly very good. I could actually edit out him talking and just have like an actual page on our site. So if you're interested in anything he said, you can see it in written form. In fairness, if we didn't have him here reading the stats, it'd be a very short podcast. It makes it easier for us because I'm just going to be like, yeah, yeah I have Robertson as well. He's uh, really good. And Willie's already told you all the stats. So. Yeah, that's my happy enough, well. yeah. Robert. Right. So I'm going to go uh, next on Lucas Dean, 6 million Everton. Look, Everton have great fixtures first 10 to 12 game weeks. Eight clean sheets last 11 game weeks last season, as I've mentioned before. Everson, loads of clean sheets pre-season, even if they were having serious problems at the under end of, end of the pitch. They're after signing this guy, Gabamine from Mainz, 25 million, Ivory Coast International. I'd looked at all his attributes and they're quite similar to Gea. He's a real like uh, defensive tackler and he's like just looks like he could be, could be exactly what they need. Look, uh, Lucas Dean, 71 chances cre- created. I've said this, I'm going to say it again, 20 more more than Andy Robinson. 13 big chances created, the same as James Madison. 280 crosses, more than any player in the game. He's a lock in my team. I think we said last week as well that the quality of those chances aren't as good. But yeah. the quantity of them is just, like that he'll get something out of it. Yeah. yeah, did he exactly. underperform? I haven't looked at his XG. Yeah, yeah. He he really, really overperformed on his XG, but he really, really underperformed on his, on his, on his XA. The thing is, he needs somebody to put the ball in back in net. Yeah, and I wonder, yeah. is this Moise Keane going to be that guy? Because remember you were saying his head and stats are never touched the ball with the head and <laughs> <laughs> head and life, yeah. Do you know when you look up who scored and it has their strengths and weaknesses yeah. and it's like runs in behind yeah. and his is like, 
afraid of headers. Yeah, from a statistical so. perspective, like he looks like such a good player, but he doesn't look like he's not going to suit like balls swinging in the whole time and guilty with his set pieces and Dean like swinging them in from corners and crosses and stuff. That's actually probably the main reason why I'm avoiding Everton players. But do you not think these guys know what they're doing? Like these guys that are like picking Moises Keane as the player to get in for like... Well, not always. How many times do teams like fuck up their chances? Have you heard of Ed Woodward? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but... I have a bag of money here. (laughs) (laughs) Name your price. He did that again the start of the season. Yeah, but Keane's 19. Like, I don't know. He's I'm sure so. Yeah, I was saying that. I think I said it on another podcast and I don't want to... Another podcast you were on that wasn't ours? (laughs) (laughs) I don't want us to keep repeating ourselves but it's all relevant. I just don't know if you're going to push for top six if he's your number one striker. Like, he's very inexperienced, he's very raw, hasn't played a lot of games, new to the league. Like, but it's, Dominic Calderon would probably still start game if only half to one. But that's what puts me off. But he's yeah. another one, like, who's not going to get you. Yeah. Do, do you think either of them will get you 20, 25 goals a season? No. I guarantee I don't think you if they get won't. 10, they won't. So, like, if they don't get 10 goals, that means Dino doesn't get 10. But they, they both have really good yeah. underlying statistics, so they have, like, uh, Dominic Calderon is actually, remember saying, like, two players that I moved from my original team the first day I did it? And Dominic Calvert-Lewin was, uh, was one of those players. That How many assists did you get last season? Four or five. Four or Not five a lot. Like he really time. underperformed. He got a few. Uh, I think you really have to take it. Who's going to score the goals from his crosses? No, you do, yeah. yeah. That's a valid point. The only thing is, he's quite clever and he's yeah, he quite cultured. Like he's not just going to yeah. be lobbing the ball into the box. No, he's he can kind player. of whip it in he low. He can start playing him onto down the ground if he thinks good player. Is they got, good got someone up front and they look solid at the back. I'll be bringing him in. But, yeah. Yeah. but I mean, even though he mightn't have got that many assists, can I just mention that towards the end of the season, Calvert-Lewin Lewin got a right few um, got a right few assists and they were from Dean's balls that were nodded down and someone else hit them in. So they might still get goals. Dean doesn't get any points from that. though. So. No, but I'm just saying, you know, you yeah. always look so sad when someone disagrees with you. <laughs> so it's yeah. really it's boring like, if it's, it's like a cat eating cheese. Like, yes, Willie, we all love your stats. We yeah. do love your stats, but like, yeah. we're going to have differences in brain. Right. Of course we are. Right. So the next player on my list, Alexander Zinchenko, Ukrainian, Man City, 5.5 million. Look, I want Man City car- uh, coverage. I'm not too bothered who it is once they play. It could become a Stones in a few weeks, I suppose. Angelino looks like he would take a while to go up to the pace of the Premier League and Mendy. Who fucking knows about Mendy, lads? Don't know what you think. Look, um, wish he was fit. Uh, I just want to say in the commu- was community shield or charity shield, what the fuck is it called now? Um, I did think he got done for pace and power by Salah a couple of times, but uh, overall, I was his defensive st- his defense stats were quite solid again in the game, and uh, he won't play more Salah every week, so I'm happy to to get Zinchenko in as my city coverage has a very reasonable five point five. Very good. And who is your 4.0? Uh, yeah, my 4.0. So we've talked about this man before. John Lundstrom, Sheffield United, 4.0. Uh, as mentioned, Lundstrom is out of position defender. Actually never played defence in his life. He's been heavily involved in pre-season with three assists to his name. Played 90 minutes in the last pre-season friendly. Sure, he's a good chance to make the third midfield spot his own. As I said, Wilder before, Wilder's come out said Lundstrom's important role to play this season. Um, maybe he will only start in some of the tougher games, but at 4.0, surely he's worth the risk to so. Yeah, like you're never really going to be relying on your 4.0 you know, fifth defender. Like you said, he's going to be third on your bench. Yeah. It's going to have to be a disaster of a week if he ever has to come into your team. Yeah, And if he did get anyone that was getting minutes, it's a bonus. But as long as yeah. he's not dropping in price, yeah, not too worried. it's kind of irrelevant, isn't it? Yeah, I'm happy enough. And I, I actually think he's going to get minutes. All the Sheffield United fans are saying he won't be involved. But like, haven't you played that many minutes in pre-season and the management say you're going to be an important player and 
Yeah. Now before we move and on, they, they, to they actually played three in midfield. I was saying last time that you might take Flecker Norwood. Flecker Norwood are, are nailed on, but I think there's another guy, Freeman, and uh, I think he might take minutes off him. Yeah, I remember last year we were in a similar position, except from pre-season we kind of knew that Arnman Pasaka was probably going to be starting. Yeah, we he was given him. a selection headache then because you, yeah. you kind of probably brought him in as your four point oh defender. weren't yeah. really going to rely on him. First game you got a haul, it was looking yeah. really good, and then you're given selection headaches, yeah. which I suppose is the last thing we really need to worry about with John yeah. Lundstrom. Yeah, I don't so think I've line. But I, I felt with Arnold Bissaka, I was actually, I didn't play him the first game, but I was happy to play him in a lot of the games. I never looked at him at 4.0. I think from the start I seen him as a 4.5, 5 million defender. You're just so uh, groundbreaking, though. <laughs> right, Kirk, your defence, let's go. Uh, Right, made a balls in my defence recently, but I don't know, might change Sorry, that. the game hasn't started yet. <laughs> might change tactic. <laughs> I was going with the premium defenders and then I switched uh, to bring in another premium midfielder. So my defence is a bit wobbly at the, at the moment. Um, I was going to check, do you guys know what the lowest priced playing defender is on average? Like, is it a 5 million, 4.5 million? It has to be 4.5 to be a load of... Uh, yeah, there's a lot of that price. 4.5s yeah. aren't as good this year, but there's still people like the up and. So what's a reliable defender? 4.5. It's yeah. a 4.5. A lot of people do two 4.5 rotations. Really nice like 4.5 is going to get you Lasalle's Dunk, the up, yeah, Balbuena, um, like um, nothing uh, amazing. Uh, Freddie Gilbert, Tony Mings. Yeah, so the point is yeah. going to be that you can get a playing defenders who will get your points for four and a half million. The cheapest defender you can get is four million. So if you're going to have a dud defender, you're only saving yourself half a million on the bench, right? We'll, we'll do it for midfielders and forwards when yeah. we get to them as well. I think it depends what formation you're playing, though. Well, it's just yeah. which which player are you going to... Which, where's your dud players coming from? Are they coming from midfield or front or the back? Yeah. So um, I was checking the kind of the average price for a low-playing midfielder, the average price for a low-playing striker, and then you see what the biggest difference is, and yeah. they're your bench fighters. So they build up your bank. Yeah, makes sense. But uh, anyway, yeah, we do it for midfield and forward when we get there. But um, at the moment, Robertson's in, uh, as Willie was saying, best defender. Can I read out all the stats again, no? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, most crosses, most assists, most <laughs> clean sheets. Um, at the moment, I have Walker Peter, Kyle Walker Peters, and um, Terry Taylor in. Uh, only because of budget, really. I think value wise, if Walker Peter plays, he's um, he okay off? for the first couple Was of weeks. Was he five, Kirk? Yeah, five. Five, five, five. Five, cause five, I think, yeah. Because yeah, I had the other point five that goes in Chenko. Yeah. Um, and then the last spot is just the cheap defender. But like I said, I don't want to double up on Burnley. So I have Taylor in at the moment as my one Burnley back. I, I like could Taylor. swap him maybe for a Villa defender and then swap Heaton back in for, for Pope. But at the moment, defence is quite weak. And I think when we get to midfield, I'll be looking at maybe taking De Bruyne out, maybe and boosting that up. And if I do, it'll be to the... Zinchenko's and the Trent's of this world so unlike you you're going against the green not going <laughs> for the the tower houses at the back yeah I think Kirk's reads a few moment. posts on Twitter everyone's doing this I'm going to do the opposite them. Whereas, that was just budget whereas last year I'm pretty sure you went big at the back I did yeah and we, I probably seen them before as well um, I think I might still swap out De Bruyne I just don't want to swap my front line or, or most of my midfield yeah. So yeah. I think De Bruyne is the one I'm going to have to drop if I want to boost the back line. Fair enough. Yeah. Now I'll just fly through my defenders quickly because I think you've covered most of them. So I've uh, Dina in there. I agree with everything everyone said. 
I'm not overly worried about them losing Zuma and Gay. I don't really know much about the guy Willie mentioned, the new holding midfielder. But I'm I'm getting him in because just by default, Everton are going to get a few clean sheets, but it's his yeah. attacking potential. Definitely. The, the stats are through the roof. And as I said, I think he underperformed last year. Um, so lots of I think he's going to get a lot more assists, yeah. yeah. Uh, even your man Keane, if he's anyway a good finisher, like he's going to be on the end of and crosses, just, if, if, whether if, they're all along the ground or... Even like, like, everyone's like they're getting Siggy in. Like I actually had Sigerson last year when no one had him and he's winning, missing. Like He's so bad at taking penalties. I think, could Lucas Dean be t- taking a penalty if Siggy missed another one? I don't know, to be honest. If he's yeah. like a, a Baines, I'm not sure if he's ever taken them before. Yeah. Do you know? I don't know. He looks like he could. I don't know if Keane takes cultured. penalties. because cultured. Oh, yeah. If sure Keane takes... Like, like Who? Charles. Charles yeah, definitely. Yeah. I think he does take. I don't know. I just, take I just don't. For Brazil, so yeah, yes, I just so. don't know how Neil Siggy is on with them penalties. Yeah, I said it last week. If Yerry Mina ever comes back, and like I kind of say it in jest, but he is some target to hit. He's very dangerous, and if he nails down a centre half slot and has gone up for the set pieces, I think he could add at least two or three extra assists. Yeah, he's a bloody great FPL asset. Yeah. So I did have Trent, and just today I swapped to Robertson just for the. Assuredness of starts. You just yeah. know he's going to start every game. Can't argue with that. I'm going to be like crying into my tea watching matches where I see Trent getting two and three assists, but just I'm going to have Robertson there. I thought Gomez was very good in the charity shield. That's he, it. He was poor at, at the start, so he was. He was brilliant as the uh, game came on. Just made a difference. He makes defending when he's going back. Yeah. He just bit of speed and he reads the game well. He was nearly better at fullback than he was at centre-half, even though I know he's going to be a centre-half. Trent gets caught out, I think. Yeah. So Robertson is Mr. Reliable, probably the best guy I had all season last year, yeah. in from game week one to 38. Do you think he's going to regress a little bit? Like, Can he have yeah. that good a season? I think Will Liverpool get that many clean sheets? Will he get that many assists? Cause no, yeah, no, they're no. all from open play. No, it wasn't. What but, said, but, seven in the last six games? That's for Trent. Say, yeah. No, they're both, they're both going to regress but if they got I think they got uh, TA got 14 and what did what did Robbo get 12 was it? He got 12 yeah no they're they're going to like I think if they both got like 8, 9, 10 assists like we'd still be relatively happy that would be rate. golden yeah, yeah. Um, and I, I can't stress it enough I've said it in every podcast just pick your two and stay on them yeah. none of this hopping between them because that's what's going to do you yeah like you might miss out and the odd week, but you'll get make that back a different. Even though uh, Van Dyke's uh, underlying statistics aren't as quite good from time to time, he's going to get a lot of goals from. He's like just such you a sure? sensible player. Yeah, sure. It's going to header. And see the with the lot of the balls that he plays back. Did you see him like, pushing that ball back for the yeah header? Like he's just he's a smart, smart man. Yeah, and he's the guy I'm probably going to talk most about because neither of you have him, do you? Yeah. So okay. I, I just think for that point five saving, he offers so much. He's going to play thirty eight games for an injury. Yeah, uh, he's up for every set piece. He's. He probably should have scored more goals last season. Um, what did he get? We got a few lucky assists. He got a few lucky assists, but he definitely could have had another couple of goals. He did. From corners and stuff. And like, like you said, though, he's gonna get more standard assists as well because he is up. He knocks the ball back. He's quite clever. He even plays a nice rake and long ball over the top. He kind of, yeah. you know, to the likes of Salah and Mane running in behind, he, he might nick an assist that way. And it's just his. Uh, so he's just nailed in that team. And and try and he says he smells really nice. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Troy. <laughs> uh, and then I have Zinchenko for the reasons you said. I want some way into the city defence. He's the cheapest. He probably is nailed at the minute. I think until you yeah. see Mendy on the horizon. Mendy said he'd be back soon, but 
that could mean. And I'm going to be wild carding early, so if that kind of picture unfolds yeah. and it becomes clear that Mendy there's is go, There's going back. to be a 555 million option in the city, whether it's Sinchenko, Stones or Otamendi, there has to be one. Yeah. And what about this this new... Um, Cancelo. Cancelo, he's supposed to be... A, yeah, they're not spending a fortune to yeah, kind of play him on the bench. No, I think he's the new Danilo. Yeah. I think he's just going to be right back. For, um, back it's that, it's that's good, he seems a bit... He seems a bit better than Danilo. I think he's a Danilo, Danilo, sorry. Danilo's he never really nailed down a place at Real Madrid, did he? Was your man always ahead of him? That Carvajal guy? And yeah. Like this Cancelo guy, he's coming, you know, number one, probably number one right back in Syria. I know you have a problem yeah. with Syria players. You are still serious. serious. That should be one of your rules. What, no Italian players? Yeah. yeah, no Italian league players, is it? Or? I don't have any Italian league players. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, one of our friends is saying maybe they're going to go five at the back. Yeah, play Walker's right. That's good. Back. Walker Walker played a few games, didn't he? Yeah, he's well able to do that. Yeah. He's quick. I don't think he get found out as much. What do you think of all these guys saying he's trying to turn into Pep Guardiola? With his new haircut, he does look very like him, doesn't he? Yeah, or I've seen someone saying it looked like Sabaleta clearing the yeah. ball off the line, and it did. Um, I have Lundstrom as my four for the same reasons as you, but I do have my concerns. Yeah, like, just for someone that never really got in the team last season in the championship, I'm just skeptical. Why? All of a sudden, why would he play? He played ninety wild. minutes in the last preseason. I know, I know, I know. All of the kind of preseason form seems to say he will start, but I don't know what he's after doing in uh, yeah in preseason or I don't know. God knows what to get the manager's favor, but I never. So we can only play the what we have. Yeah, he's starting all the games. So yeah, that wraps up the defense. Um, anyone want to say a word on any defenders that they were thinking about that didn't make their team? Like Slabhead is after moving to United. <laughs> Um, surely their defence is going to improve they've like Wan-Bissaka and him but sure, you're just taking a punt if you bring these guys in as I say like what is 17 sheets last year the same as Southampton and Brighton their XGC was crap the last 6 game weeks no clean sheets their defence is 50% different now but that's like saying Villa's defence is 70% different are you going to put Villa defenders in your team like no no, no. It's, not apples like, and oranges. no it's not really no look it's apples and oranges you're Talking, no, no, can I stop you there? You're talking about two defenders that cost 130 million. Established Premier League defenders. You can't compare them to these like lads that Villa. You went to go Tyrone Mings this next year. He gets so upset about Villa. It's like, do you know? I'm just afraid to say some anti United or anti Villa right now. <laughs> I know. I, I, I'm not saying, I actually, I actually think that um, Slabhead might be a great option. Harry Maguire, if you're. But I think he might be a, a great option, so yeah, he's going to be one of the first players in my watch list. But just like I, I can't bring him in. The stats aren't well, you there. Can't I don't say, know. You can't use the stats from last season when the defense is different. Like it's Man United in but, name, but, but the defense is different. But you have to take the way Solskjaer plays football. Like he's quite an attack-minded player. I don't think they're going. But he had actually Young as right back last season. It's like. Jones and do, do, do you think United are going to start keeping an insane amount of clean sheets? No, he's like that. No, no, no may, maybe they will, but we don't know. We don't have the stats there. Uh, like, it'd be just a punt. If you put them in, it's just a punt. They'll definitely improve. They'll definitely keep more clean sheets. But I'm going to watch the uh, first My game. only disagreement is he can't be using. They had seven clean sheets last season. It's a different defence. It's well, a different team. Kind yeah, but it's still Solskjaer. But for, for me, like I just I, I can't have it's it. Solskjaer with far more. Proven players. Harry Maguire improved. Harry Maguire could be like in my team from game three to the rest of the season. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying that it's just a punt. And if you put him in, it's just because you like Man United or you think he's going to do well. I don't think it's. A, I don't think it has to be United thing. You could think they're going to be good value. You want to hop on straight away. Oh, probably five, five and a half million. Like yeah. into. I'll probably bring him in game week two or three if it yeah. looks like they made it. 
a turn around. Yeah, you both come into my team. I'm right, so I'm we, we can't talk about team. United, so we'll move on. What about Chelsea? Anyone there? Is that Price a bit wise, up a bit, in the air? Yeah, I think Zuma 5.0 has to be an option at start. I don't know when Rudiger is back, but like everyone's saying Rudiger will walk back into the team. Zuma is a very good centre-half, as we know from the stats at Everton last year. And there's no guarantee that like Rudiger's just going to walk back into the team. I think he will, but everyone's saying I don't think Rudiger's good enough. I think so. No, I don't think he's good enough. I think yeah. he'll, he'll I drop I'm not even sure he'll play ahead of um, Christensen. I think anyway, nailed on. I've gone off Maybe on a tangent because I think we covered the players last yeah. week. And yeah, we'll just this do is a better draft. draft. So that was our defenders. Sweet baby Jesus. Let's <laughs> move on from uh, the defenders before Willie has a stroke. And we'll go straight on to Kirks. Who is in your midfield and why? Uh, yeah, okay, right. So. Uh, first off, just to keep going with the, the value thing, if we can. Yeah. Um, who is the cheapest playing midfielder that you could put in your team? Like a realistic option, who's not the donker, because he's four and a half million. Um, I was looking it up, I think it's probably around six and a half million, six million maybe. McGinn's 5.5. We're not picking McGinn. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think like um, Brooks was six and a half, and Redmond is six and a half. Uh, so I think if you're going with a a midfielder who you want to play and want to pick up points, I think he's you're looking around that, that mark. Okay. So if you were to make a dud midfielder, you're saving about two million from your um the lowest priced midfielder in the game to the lowest price you'd actually pick. Does that make sense? And uh, we'll do it for the strikers after this and I'll just make the point about your squad. Um so I already mentioned him, but the first name on the um on the list there is then Donker. Uh four and a half million. I don't think you need to look too much more into it. Um, but at the same time, I think he will play and I think he will pick up points and he's four and a half million. So it's like a no-brainer. I think he's the best neighbour in the game. Yeah, as I, I said, he started 17 of the last 18 games, so we know he's nailed. Last 10 game weeks, he only scored one goal, so it doesn't look amazing in its own right. But the stats are just off the chart for a 4.5. Nine shots in the box, six big chances, 3.42 XGI. Like That's just insane for a 4.5. Yeah, I think you know, he's going to be in most people's teams, isn't he? I think you have to. I think yes, I think that's probably one of the things you should be saying as a, a podcast. Like first player, you really want in there. Then Donker opens up a lot of options for your yeah. bank. He's going to play. Plays for a good team. Actually, mad into your bank. I am mad into your bank because that's it's half, half, half the game. <laughs> I, I can't say I fully understand what you're talking about, but maybe I'll pick it up once you do it for the strikers. Yeah, the strikers. Like, I've actually, I, I always think about it. I should have brought it back up. <laughs> where you, where you save money is actually where you can then. Put money elsewhere, so that makes yeah. sense. Okay, so you have Leo. That's kind of like me just putting all the money I can, on, like putting nothing on the bench so I can invest in the first eleven. Yeah, it's more the same thing. So the thing is, I'm talking about it, smart and, I, saying it. and I didn't follow it myself. Yeah. So I'll, I'll cover at the back again. And uh, next guy on the list is uh, Fraser. Uh, I wanted Brooks. Uh, Brooks was a million cheaper, but Fraser's like quality. So I wanted Bournemouth cover. I don't have Wilson, so I think Fraser is a must-have for me. Uh, I know he's created a gazillion chances and he's four times better than Hazard and he's <laughs> a fucking Superman. Yeah, Chevy Knight and Villa coming up in the first two games. Well, what are the actual, you have the numbers, don't you? Uh, I have the numbers. I said 181 points last season, seven goals, 15 assists, 92 chances created, 28 big chances. But that's but that was 20, 28 big chances. It was eight clear of Eden Hazard. There you go. Second. What's Eden Hazard last year of 20 million in the game? Yeah, um, fairness, Fraser's great value. Yeah. Oh, he is. He still is. He at seven and a half, like he's, he's still quality. Um, so because I've scrimped at the back now, I've got quite a heavy hitters in midfield. So Sterling and Salah, 
Uh, I think everybody has both of them. I think we all have both of them. Yeah. Um, no brainers really. Highest point scorers. They are high priced, but you kind of have to have them. But are they high priced? Probably the two players you'd be captain in most weeks. So. Oh yeah, just yeah. Obviously, two of them together is expensive, but. So they could be good value. Um. Yeah. So my last spot then is uh, De Bruyne, which is probably I don't know if you think it's a bit of a gamble. I don't know. If I think it's a luxury, but it, like I everybody know, likes luxury. luxury. Yeah, the fit him into me, you know? Yeah, I think he's an assist machine. No like, one yeah. had ever turned down luxury. Yeah, but you wouldn't have him like ahead of Sterling. I'd never have him ahead of Sterling, but I think if he's fit, he's going to get two hundred points. If he plays, if he plays thirty five games, he's going to get two hundred yeah, points. Like the point I made about Dinia, like Dinia creates chances, but he's got nobody to put it away. De Bruyne makes chances, and he's got four or five guys who put it away. Um, I think he's actually looked super sharp in uh, preseason. I think he's made proven a point. He wants to get back. He wants to be the number one guy. And I, I think he's going to have so many assists and hopefully so many goals this season. This game. What are you talking about his average position in the charity shield? I didn't see. Yeah, it. we're just saying watching charity. He looked like t- he looked like the man who was like if if City were going to score, he was going to get every single assist. He was playing he, quite I far forward. Yeah, he was the man. You looking at his heat maps? Yeah, his average yeah. position was kind of like just behind the striker I think Sterling would start up front but then obviously the injury to Sani he went left I think Yeah. and that kind of fucks up the heat map a little bit but De Bruyne was right up there behind yeah, him because it seemed to really De Bruyne be quite defensive in a few games he must be licking his yeah. as an owner like in pre-season people worried about him playing deep and now yeah. like that. well your man Rodri's coming as well he's probably going to play deep and then they still have Fernandinho don't they yeah so um, Fernandinho could end up in centre huh? <laughs> he was saying that today <laughs> yeah, Fernandinho that he thinks he's going to have to play matches at centre half where he's needed. Like, yeah, I don't know if that's just the board could be out as well. Then. I don't remember him dropping back and being very impressive in centre half. He played he a couple of times, he, he wasn't really, was he? Totally bit of liability. Yeah, I don't amazing. know if liability, but he wasn't absolute quality either. Like, he's quite small and it is hard to get in and get the position in right if you're not used to it. And especially, I'd say, the way Pep set, sets up and he's so uh, yeah, anal he, about everything, it's probably hard to pick up. Yeah, given exactly what he's meant to do as well. Like he's a tackler. Yeah, completely different position as well. And then the way they play it from the back, like you have to be, I suppose he is comfortable on the ball, so he'd probably be well able for that. But well, they still have loads of options there now for um, the midfield. I think De Bruyne's going to have a really good season. Cool. Is that your home midfield? Yes. Yeah, so you've the... done. five. Um, and that's what I'm saying. I'm kind of fucked up my own team setup a bit, but. I do like it. And like I said, I'd love to be able to fit in KDB into my team. I just can't the way it's structured this year but I will be a little bit worried watching City games especially if you're checking results and they're like three and four up you just know he's going to be involved yeah um, I think he's going to yeah. I think he'll get 12, 13, 14 assists this season yeah well you were saying he's not quite a captaincy option no but just, he could become one for, for people yeah he most definitely could and, I, I, and the year before last I captained him many time people were captain Aguero and yeah. I captained Kevin De Bruyne in games so Cause Cause he I've done it, I'd say. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so yeah, he can he easily get two assists a game. Yeah. If he's your captain and he, he should get more goals. He should get more goals. He just get bonus as well. Yeah. He can get the ball both feet as well. He should be scoring more goals. He's just an absolute worthy of a player. Cool. So I'll go next. And quite similar to you, Kirks. And when I was having a look at my midfield earlier, I was surprised to see I have four of the top five highest scoring midfielders from the game last season. Impressive. So if history repeats itself, so you're looking at all, you're like yeah. uh, without knowing it, you're looking at all the underlying statistics and it's all the like yeah. 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 underlying statistics. Yeah. First one today. In my yeah. brain. Everybody have a shot. Yeah. Underlying statistics. <laughs> so I have 
Fraser, like Kirk's, um, everything's been said about that man, but those two opening fixtures against Sheffield United and Villa, could just, uh, yeah, they could score a lot of points. Uh, he's involved in everything they do. He's so creative. He takes a lot of set pieces. He's whipping balls into the likes of Wilson yeah. and King, who I think could easily get uh, big calls against the yeah, likes yeah, of Villa yeah. and Sheffield yeah, United. Yeah. Um, you know, one of the most creative players in the league, and even at seven and a half million, we've said I think he's still good value. Yeah. I have Salah and Sterling, my two captaincy options. Um, you know, everyone's used all the superlative players in the game. Yeah, and I think Sterling's going to push Salah this year. I think I think they could. They're both going to be two fifty plus. Yeah, you know, Salah's had his way the last two seasons in the top score. I think if Sterling stays fit, which he probably should, because I was looking at his injury record. It's very good. It's in, he rarely misses his game. So fit. Pep likes him now as well. He's also good pre-season. He seems to be coming more and more into favour. Yeah. Like, yeah. even last season, we were a little bit worried about, will he play this game? Will he play yeah, that game? He was game? rested. He wasn't dropped. I think Salah yeah. was way more of a risk. No, I think I think So, so two boys. The and then man, I, that's 18 now. Leo Dendunker, my four and a half million man. Just the ultimate enabler, as you have yeah. said. And then my only difference, and he's probably not a huge difference, is uh, Gilfie Sigurdsson. And he yeah. could change. He's just currently under 15% ownership. He's a bit of a willy selection, isn't he? Um, I don't know if he is, because he's not in your team, so he's not. No, but he's... But uh, I was surprised to see he was the fourth highest scoring midfielder last yeah. season. He was yeah. top 10 in the whole game, so he was... Yeah, he just keeps ticking along. 182 points. Mm. Uh He's not as explosive as the two boys. He's not as explosive as even Richarlison in his own team. But he's just so reliable. 13 goals, 6 assists last season. Was that his best ever? It was his best ever. Was it? Returns, yeah. Oh. Everton have lovely fixtures. I think he's going to take some set pieces. Like, Dean obviously takes a lot yeah, of them. Dean might take some of the direct ones. I think he'll be on most of the indirect ones. He'll be on penalties for the start anyway. Yeah. Is he, is, Dean is on corners. Is Siggy on corners? From one I was saying one of them's left foot and one of them's right yeah. foot. So they have balance. Like if they're yeah. looking to whip a corner in, they have the option yeah. of one of them if they but want an X-winger. You have both of them. I do, yeah. So you've got all three kicks and corners covered. Yeah. Again, I didn't even mean this, but it's just in my brain. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to change my name to FPL Rainman. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> He's probably taken so it is. Yeah. FPL Coffee. Is that a bit of a bugbear of yours, Kirk, I'd say? All the, the amount of FPL... Um, <laughs> the names yeah. yeah but they're like just based on the most ridiculous inanimate objects it could be like <laughs> FPL toilet or FPL or table or something FPL yeah. cupcake yeah it's a there's actually an FPL yeah, Mac cupcake, I think from uh, Always Sunny and his yeah. avatar is Mac from Always Sunny that's pretty cool no, he reminded me of you so he did yeah well Mac reminds you of Willie yeah he does <laughs> like, like, everyone in Always Sunny reminds us of Willie Dennis the legend um, but yeah uh, that's my midfield it's probably the area I'm Happiest with, I think it's very solid. Uh, Siggy might go down to Lucas Mora just for the start of the season. Yeah, Mora's a great shot, so his first two fixtures. Yeah, he, he got off to a great start last season. season. He uh, played his way into the team, some suspended. Got to the Champions League final, still didn't get a start. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, that's the big worry, so yeah. it is. But even last year, like he was playing quite far forward. He was yeah. even ahead of Kane a lot of the time when Kane was dropping deep and his stats for 90 are actually quite solid as well, aren't they? Yeah, it's just that worry about him getting dropped. But yeah. I say it all along, I'm going to be wild carding early. Yeah. So I can fix yeah. anything that goes wrong. You're so I'm just looking for a game at home anyway, aren't you? Yeah. Can't lose. Exactly. So, Willie, over to you. Who are your midfielders? Quite similar to what you guys said, lads. So, no Salah, first name. We've been spending too much time together. Yeah, I think we have. 
Salah, best player in the game, he needs no explanation. We won't talk about him. Raheem Sterling, another no-brainer. With Aguero back late pre-season training, is always going to be my premium City option. Ryan Fraser, we've all three of us have talked about Ryan Fraser. Nothing more to be said. He's a great option to plumb fixtures in the first two, and he's definitely in my squad. Then Donker was the first name in my team sheet. I actually, Kurtz was like, there's like no value. I, I think... The Anton Dunker could end up being a 5.5 million midfielder at 4.5 million. Oh, I just think he's the wrong price. He's, he nobody else yeah. in that bracket. Is there? But yeah. I have, finally have a bit of a differential. I think he might be about 2% owned. So I went for a Southampton player. They have a few mixed fixtures. A lot of people are kind of negative with Southampton on um, different podcasts and stuff I've been listening to. But they have Burnley, Brighton and Sheffield United, three of the first five. And then they have Liverpool and Man United, which are, which are poor fixtures in favour, in fairness. But... Um, uh, and he's 6.5 million as well a few people are saying that's quite expensive I think it's more than fair uh, Redmond had the highest XG among all midfielders the last 6 game weeks 4.71 was higher than Mane Jota Salah and Fraser who made up the rest of the top 5 he look, always looks so dangerous on the eye test to me look I'm a little bit worried about what effect Jay Adams and fit again Danny Ings will have on his output yet, but surely Hassan Hull he want to keep his most influential player where he's most dangerous even like the last six six game mix of last season, three goals, one assist, four big chances, eight big chances created, and something else I just came across. Southampton had the third best expected goal of um of all teams in the last six game weeks, ten point seven five, which I thought was very interesting. Are you worried a little bit that he's just a bit? My voice is gone. That he's just a bit wasteful sometimes. I know his xG is high and he gets into good positions, but he's not a great finisher. Like. Um, he's not a great finisher, and I've always thought that past years. I'm like, why would you have? Uh, Redmond in your team he was a bit of a Tadish wasn't he do you remember Tadish or Ryan Bertrand yeah but I, I think under Hasenhout he just looks he looks better. like three goals and one assist in six games you can't argue with that like, oh, he's yeah, right up there with the best players yeah. in the game I like so, something going forward Hasenhout is just he's a different fish isn't he he is a different fish yeah <laughs> <laughs> the Australian oh no Australian <laughs> Austrian. Austrian yeah so that's all your midfielders um, just to reiterate we're not going to talk about other ones because this podcast is about our own drafts yeah. if you want to hear our opinions on all the other players shy talking for hours about struggle through yeah. our last podcast episode yeah. which was broken yeah. into parts A and B yeah. drunk and, and drunk directed drunk. by Martin Scorsese <laughs> so it was it's a lot harder doing a podcast over though I just figured this out today and just Tough. You're not sober, buddy. Yeah. But anyway, that's uh, the midfielders that are in our current drafts. Right, that's the goalkeepers, defenders and midfielders. So we're moving on to the, the real Hollywood positions. Or are they this year? Nobody seems to be getting as excited about the forwards. It's all big at yeah. the back. I'd love to have a Harry Kane, but <laughs> not many people are having a Kane you know, or a Bamiyang. Two or three yeah. premiums. Where so you all decided to go big at the back, so I <laughs> Yeah. It's like Kirkus, it's not like you to Yeah. To go different to everybody I'll else. Go against the rain. But we'll yeah. come to you soon. Uh, yeah. Right. Spoiler. Alright, Willie, hit us with the stats. The stats, I don't know if I have to. You know, I was fire ahead with me three players anyway. I'm excited about two of these guys anyway. So, right, like they've Callum Wilson, Bournemouth, 8.0 million. Look, he was got all, always going to be my high mid price option with the two fixtures. The fact he's getting lots of minutes and banged him in in pre season, that's just a bonus. 
Look, six points per 90 last season. 14 goals, 12 assists from 29 starts. 29 big chances, third for forwards. 13 big chances created. That was first among all forwards. Last six game weeks of the season, three goals, three assists, 4.32 XGI. He ain't going anywhere for my team, Drew. He's barely any stats, so he does. <laughs> yeah. They're good stats, though. Okay, yeah. so... Right. Wilson? Callum Wilson, nailed on. Now, my second differential, I... Um, oh, yeah. Have a guess. What, what do you think a Woolly differential up front could be? I think... Is this your second striker? Yeah, I'm going to go... Same you have a four and a half. Don't tell us. No. So, a differential... At 6.5. Striker. It's six. not, man. It's not... Uh, uh, Josh King. He's not doubling up on Southampton. He's Burnley? When I give you the first five fixtures, you might think it's a bit... Is it Barnes or Wood? No. <laughs> Maybe it's not. Is it Yacht? Diego Jota, yeah. Ah, come on. What's the ownership? The form player at the end of last season. 15.6%. 15%. Ah, he's probably the most highly owned player. Like, under this is like the captain thing all over again. Yeah. Leicester, Man United, Burnley, Everton, Chelsea. The fixtures aren't great. Right. I didn't get to talk about this guy last week due to the you know, technical glitch. We missed out on Wolves, didn't we? I was devastated. Um, I think you know, I filled in capably for you. So yeah, we missed out about Joe. Worst part is we have heard it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. Look, he looks so sharp in pre-season and the Europa League games. Two goals, two assists. Really strong underlying numbers since he got moved up top in the second half last season. He played 18 games as a forward in the Premier League last season. He had seven goals and five assists. He had a 4.51 XGI the last six game weeks of last season. That's better than Salah. He had 91 points to Raul Jimenez, 86 from game week 22 to 38. He's still only 22. He's only going to improve. And for me on this occasion, it's far more over fixtures. One thing that would worry me is a 6,000-mile round trip to Armenia on the Thursday, and he has a game on the Sunday, so that is a slight worry. But I reckon he starts. They're winning the game 1-0. He gets take off, taken off after 60 minutes, and it's all golden. Are these really 6,000-mile round trips for these boys that are in like their own private jets, and they're probably getting like massages, yeah. and they're like sitting in ice buckets and stuff on the plane yeah. with their Wi-Fi and their... That's why he's in my team and he's not going to be in most people because of that, that trip to Armenia. Yeah, so that's why he's a differential. Are you not worried about the European factors? Uh, the I'm worried. effect. Yeah, but I don't think... It has happened in the past, but I really don't think Wolves are, are a Burnley. I think they're just going to be... They're more of a Neves. They have a small squad. Yeah, they're after getting three or four players now, though, aren't they? They're no, like on, lads unknown and guys from Madrid. they got Catrone from Italy as well. They got a, they've got three well, or four Kirk there. says never sign a player from the Italian league in your FPL yeah. team but they did not get a few guys a guy unknown for Real Madrid and, and, a guy, and another guy unknown for Spain they're after getting a few squad players lately in fairness fair um, enough um, I've seen something this is again I hate to go off on tangents someone saying that your man Finagri or whatever the been doing really well in pre-season yeah and he signed a new contract that he's going to be like one of the best fullbacks in the world in the world, yeah, Dons is out for a few weeks as well. Really played, so it was actually it was a Wolves fan. It was one of the kind of well-known Wolves fans yeah. on Twitter. I'm just Wolves fans are, are they're always very strong about the Nigerian fairness. They're strong about all their players. They remind me of uh, Villa fans a little bit. The Wolves fans are after, Wolves players are after, Yeah, you know, at least they have something to back it up, I suppose. Right. So who's your uh, third striker? My third striker, right? This is the one position that I'm not very confident about at the moment. It's uh, Greenwood. 4.5 million. Look, he looked good the few times I've seen him in pre-season. Ole's been talking him up. He's even scored a few goals early on in pre-season. Um, I think he only played 15 minutes in, 15-20 minutes in the last pre-season friendly. So that's a bit of a worry. I was actually thinking of moving him on because it was like Dybala and Mandzukic just coming in. But it turns out no one wants to move to Man United. So 
I'm happy enough keeping Greenwood. I just see the the United the was it? Let him talk about Villa. It's not like a, thirty the, minutes of podcast. The, Still all these little digs. Yeah, there's an academy team for United. That was what the United playing in the the team game tomorrow or tonight. And I seen your man Sean was in the squad, and there was a few other players that were on the fringes of the first team were in the squad, but Greenwood's nowhere to be seen. So at least we know he. He's going to be in the first team squad for the the first game against Chelsea, yeah. and like he'd probably get fifteen twenty minutes. Mark. I can't wait till we uh, can afford like a a camera and we yeah. put ourselves on YouTube, and all the viewers can see what a snide little man you are. So you'll have your little digs at Man United, and then you'll look over at me like, yeah, got you there. <laughs> so I did. The one thing that was worrying me a little about Greenwood, I still think everyone's going to have him in their team. He could drop zero point one, zero point two, as Crooks had mentioned in the past, and I think. Wickham could be a good alternative and he could come into my team Friday night. He's had has he had two goals and an assist or two in pre season. I think Penteke is going to be first choice. Wickham's going to be coming on. I hope they figure out that, that what's your name? IU lad. He should just be anywhere near a Premier League team. I think if you're a lot of uh, Wickham is a undertones here again. <laughs> yeah. Wick- check check up Wickham's stat. Wickham has done it before in the past in the Premier League. He's like a six, seven, three, four, five assist kind of man. He could be a good he 4.5 can stay fit. He never will. Yeah. Um, I don't think you should be too worried about your 4.5 million no. strike. No, right? If that's what you're worrying about. You should be uh, playing the guy who's yeah. not picked by anybody. Like we said, he's, he's the last guy on your bench probably. I might be my oh, yeah, second. If we had Greenwood and he started getting minutes, like there'd be times you'd that's be... On the flip side, he could equally yeah. you want the option. as much as yeah. well. Like, I think Greenwood or Wickham could become options. You're laughing at Wickham, but like, sometimes if Benteke, he'd probably be first-choice striker for Crystal Palace. Yeah, but if you're kind of having a dig at the likes of Jordan Ayew, but you're like big enough. Jordan Ayew has a big puss on his face you know, every time I see him. You say that every podcast. Oh, I hate Wait, that why don't you like him? Oh, I just hate him. He played in the championship and he was like, he just strolling <laughs> around. He was like Adam Etriori. He just like, I'm way too good to be playing at that level. He's just... He probably was though. Don't, He's a disgusting you man. Stop the rant. No, I really don't like You've him. You've been the wood. No, I don't like him. <laughs> Never will. The least player of But do you want to take a joke? El Hadjjok <laughs> is my least favourite. I think Jordan A was probably my second least favourite player to ever play in Premier League. Okay, people are switching off now. But uh, I'll go through my forwards, Kirks, and then you can do a little bit more on your uh, FPL Monopoly. You should uh, trademark that now. Your own little segment every Actually, week. I'm not sure where I'm going with it. It might make any sense. I don't know what you're on about. <laughs> but uh, if we hadn't pulled you up on it, people might have just... Do you know when someone's explaining something to you and you don't it's understand like, yeah, it, but yeah. you're too afraid to <laughs> yeah. acknowledge it? If I can't convince you what I'm talking about, then oh, well, it's fucked anyway. It's in, it's you're just here. nodding along. I don't understand it's smart. My strikers, uh, I have 66% of Willie's strike force at the minute. <laughs> so I have uh, Greenwood as my four and a half. He'll probably be my second sub. Uh, Donker's probably going to be the first. And I'll have Lundstrom as my third. So yeah. again, it's unlikely he's going to make my team. But if he does start off, like a house on fire. Do you know, yeah. he gets a few minutes, nicks a goal or two. He's a Man United player. He's going to rise in price. Do you know, nice like fixtures as well. Like, yeah. And even if I'm not playing him, I'm going to just absorb that little yeah. 0.2 million rise in my team. And, but like Kirk said, conversely, he could just as easily drop. And drop to 3.9 million. I think there's a bit of United factor in there as well. Though. Yeah. Because like, more United fans, more people think he's going to get minutes. He gets more teams. Yeah. yeah. Ole, if he does well, he goes up like a wildfire. If he does bad, he's gone goes down to like fucking... I got caught with um, <coughs> Solanke two years ago and that's what's kind of maybe... Yeah, and he had nowhere near that hype. 
No. A lot of people just had him because he used to play for Was he the top scorer in one of the under 18 World yeah. Cups? Yeah, yeah, that's he, he moved. yeah, so he did have a bit of hype. He was only actually a minute. When you ran forward and got player in tournament. He pretty much went down a value. The Ole's kind of done half a pep building up Greenwood, but not quite to the fold. Oh, yeah. yeah. Best player he's ever worked with. But so, yeah, I, and then I have Wilson. Um, again, it's all about those fixtures. It's all about his stats from last season and pre-season. He's looking like he's yeah. just starting yeah. from where he took off. Yeah. If he can stay fit, he's cool. he's pushing to be a 20-goal man. Is he like 18, yeah. 19 goals? Pushing um, to be a, a what did him? Let's go, maybe a 190, 195 points. Yeah, just as likely to get assists as goals. Yeah, um, goals everything. He takes penalties when Josh King's not on the pitch. That could happen a bit more this season with yeah. the likes of Samantha coming on. And, injured as well, isn't he? So that's just another little thing to keep in mind. One thing, like you said, you're afraid of Greenwood. And look, if you're losing sleep over him, you have a problem. I'm a little bit afraid when I look at my team and I see my premium forward is Callum Wilson at 8 million. It's just not the way I'm used to playing the game. I'm used to trying to fit in oh, two of yeah. Kane and Bamiyang, Aguero, even Lukaku. Yeah, different seasons. And now I'm kind of, when I move on to my next guy, my next guy is Jurgen Lacadia. <laughs> I did a post on today. Um, I was set, like, the post was titled My Game Week Punt by Drew or whatever. Yeah. So, like, and I think it was all very speculative. It was given the reasons why I was taking this punt. He's 5.5 million, lads. Yeah, he has nice fixtures. He's been playing in pre season. Um, Bang them in. in. Holland, doesn't it? You know, he has two goals, two assists in preseason. Potter seems to like him. He's playing a 3 4 3 and he's on the right hand side. And yeah, I was looking at his stats in Holland. They're, they were quite solid for someone who doesn't get many minutes, which leads me to think he's quite explosive. Like he was coming yeah. off the bench getting goals, assists. Yeah, yeah. So if he gets a run in a team, people are. Turn and shot, doesn't yeah, it? people yeah, are yeah, holding yeah, last yeah. season against him, but he was playing under Hewton, negative manager, really yeah. struggling team. I'm um, holding Brighton against him. Yeah. So look. He's a punt. Um, he's playing Watford, West Ham, Southampton, Burnley, Newcastle in his first six he's games. <laughs> I said punt. <laughs> but, uh, do you know, if it doesn't work out, I can abandon ship. They've signed uh, Mopé. It was absolute quality. I think that's only going to benefit him because yeah. I don't think he was going to play through the middle. Than, than Murray. Do you know, it's a, he, is he an out-and-out out goal scorer? Oh, his goals are just so clinical. But he just has everything. He has a bit of pace. He has yeah. he's like just good finish. Is it the end of Murray? No, I, I, I the end of his minutes. It's, but Murray's still going to play the first couple of games, yeah. isn't he? As I said, Mopé has, hasn't played any of them uh, friendlies for Brentford. He's, like I said, his head hasn't been right, so he's been left out of most of the games. So I still think it's going like to be... Like, hasn't been right because he wants to move, or...? Uh, he wants to move, and I'm sure Brentford want £20 million in the bank as yeah. well. So he seems like a good guy. I don't think he was not playing around, but they just decided to leave him out. But yeah, but sometimes Twitter breaks your heart, because like, yeah. I wrote a big, long post, kind of backed it up, but again, said it's speculative. Look, he's... He's just as likely to you know, give you a great weekend yeah. as he is to break your heart. And some of the comments, it's like, ah, oh, it's just a bit of a punt. And I'm like, read the title. And then another guy going, I don't think he'll play. And I'm like, I've written like 3,000 words on this guy. Yeah. Maybe you could Wait, elaborate. Um, after yeah. game week one where some guy hasn't been, he does shit and he come after you. Oh, I know. <laughs> I've kind of put a target on my head. But look, he's in there. And at five and a half million, there's nobody really in the five to six million bracket. You kind of not need to go. Forwards, Kirk's not. is going to talk about it in Kirk's Monopoly here. Yeah. Like you kind of need to go to six and a half million to yeah. the likes of Yacht, That's why I, I, Barnes, see, King. This is my point. I, I was on a Dominic Carvalho in that six. I just think there, there's actually, I think there is really good options at, at six, six point five. Well, I don't think what I mean. You have I to go to 6.5. At 6.5, there's players that could do really well if you, if you pick the right ones. So if you were to show me my strike force like two or three years ago, 
I would have said just put me down. Like yeah. I have Callum Wilson, Mason Greenwood, and Jurgen Lacadia. Yeah. Kirks, can you top that? <laughs> yeah, actually, all my cutting at the back is uh, give me some power up front. But first guy, anyways, um, Origi. I think you were alluding to him there. Um, sacrifice the He's local defender from. But I think for a uh, game week one, two, three, I'd say he's probably going to be playing at least coming off the bench. Go playing for Liverpool against like good fixtures, he's going to at least come off the bench. Maybe get Nicky goal. He could do no wrong. Most likely the last season, I think he's going to he's going to play. I was a little bit worried looking at the team last week that Ox is back, Lallana looks fit, that he mightn't actually play. But I think they're going to play midfield, and he's probably nailed that spot for the first couple of games. Where's Bobby going to play? In the middle. How good is he? go left. Oh, he's playing wide, does he? Well, I'm saying he will for yeah. the first game. Remember, I laughed you off the pod when you mentioned Firmino. How good was Bobby in the community? Yeah, yeah. I know. Oh, oh, he's a big fan. Oh, he's absolutely brilliant. So he was. Some player, I like some, like the position he plays. Everything. Just, oh, he was just absolutely quality. Um, for can't afford him though. So you've Divock Origi. Yeah, Origi. Five and a half million. I think he's the best value player in the game for the first first start of the game. Five and a half million. Him and Laura. Yeah. But if you're just looking for a two-week punt. Uh, all okay. my money scrounging has allowed me to get Kane in um, up front. So there's a lot of big hitters in my team, like Sarah, are. De Bruyne, Salah, and then Kane as well. But um, I think that my plan with Kane is De Villa at home. Great and then job. he has some of He's got three home City. games. He's first third, no, first yeah. third and fifth. They're yeah, lovely. Really, really beautiful. Beautiful. Yeah. So my plan is actually to rotate Kane out for Aubameyang in between those games. Can I stop you there? Um just our friend FPL Chieftain, who we mentioned last week, and we're now going to mention every pod. Yeah. Kind of just picked up on your strategy, and he said that Kirk's lad has brass balls. <laughs> I kind of agree with him. It is very different because you are sacrificing the transfer for those few weeks, but it could pay off. Well, some trans- I don't need transfers because I'm wildcard in probably four or five. Yeah, they're there to use as well. So um, people kind of. If I need a transfer, it'll be only to fix a problem. Yeah. At the end of the day, if you if you get your captain right, you're seventy percent there, aren't you? Like. Yeah. So, I'm going Kane. I would do it, but I understand that. Kane. And then I might go Vardy, Kane. But, but the first five game weeks is mapped out to get one of those strikers at home against poor opposition. So that's the, the game plan. But um, it's a lot of money for, for Kane. And I'm still really worried about my back line. What happens if one of them starts rising in price and the other doesn't? I'm fucked. Are you? Yeah. But I... Yeah. If Kane goes, say Kane gets a hat trick against Villa, you're kind of hoping that they both do well. Kane is eleven price. million. What price is Aubameyang? Eleven. This, this is risky. So if Kane doesn't perform against Villa, Villa and, and Aubameyang does against Newcastle or Burnley, yeah, you're gone. Oh, no, I can afford the first switch easily because I'll just make my transfer straight away. Oh yeah, sure. Yeah. So I could wait to see how Kane does. Hold on to him. Maybe his price goes up. He won't go up point two. So. As if Kane's not going to score in the first match either. That's true. Yeah. To know. <laughs> Well, what month can Especially with Conor Howerland playing instead of but, um, Douglas. Yeah, that's the plan. My my bench, I haven't actually mentioned bench at all because I don't actually know who I need to mark. Uh, <laughs> I think you should work a bit more. Like, at least play guys. Like, where, where's where's John Lundstrom? Who the fuck? No, I... You, Winston Reid hasn't even played. Has he played no, any minutes in friendly? I purposely so picked the least owned, cheapest players uh, so that I just don't care. Don't go down 0.1. Yeah, I don't, they're not going to play, so I don't really care. Gas man, uh, and then just to touch off the whole value thing, then, um, like I think you just said it, the lowest playing striker you can feasibly get in and they'll get your points if you're not doing the region thing is about six million, I think. I think six point five, yeah. I, I think, think it is six and a half. I think it's well, yeah, but you Cavalloon, have a... 
hard on for Ings, so you get goals. Cal- Calvert Lewin won't really. No, like and so you're going to six point five. Well, I think so. Yeah, if you're and what's to be the, properly happy. What's the cheapest striker in the game? Four and a half. Yes. Yeah. So two million. Yeah. So just to, to recap on that, right? But so he's doing some algorithm here now. I'm writing down two million on a piece of paper. And <laughs> <laughs> um, if you want to, if you want to fill your bench with duds, the best value is to fill them with midfielders and strikers. Because you can get playing 4.5 defenders, then you pick cheap midfielder or cheap strikers for your bench, and you can then put that money somewhere else. If you want a decent midfielder, a decent striker, you have to pay. Think we're both doing that, nodding, pretending you understand things. Um, I I, I don't know, but I did see from a statistical perspective. (laughs) I'm only messing, I know what you mean. Someone put up a thing and they said, like, five at the back is by far the best value yeah that, that's actually that's what I'm trying to say like, yeah. So you've got, but yeah six million yeah. defenders are going to outscore yeah. six so million so if you have yeah. a, a four, four and a half million striker <laughs> we'll get there between the three of us we all offer these little bits <laughs> two four and a half million <laughs> midfielders and then you can go two playing four and a half defenders and then you got money to spend then somewhere else probably on your back line so your best formation is probably five back it is three right, two yeah. And I'm, I'm playing three five two. <laughs> you're, you're just going I just to be against your own strategy. Yeah, I just can't. I've, I've worked out what I think is best, but yeah. that's why we're called the Renegades. Well, that's yeah. I just can't based on Kirks. I have to drop Kane or De Bruyne, and I just don't want it. Like who else is doing a strategy where they're kind of going to alternate Kane, Aubameyang, Vardy, use up a transfer every week, and captain them? And, and it comes off. Just hope to navigate it. Oh, you know, should I mention that I was half thinking I triple captain him as well? We're going to come to captains, but yeah, you have and you should. <laughs> so yeah, we've talked through our drafts. Um, will we just be say you're opening 11 just for the first match? Just because people have probably forgot what we've said. Yeah. They might just want to know who it is. So right. I'll go through mine very quickly. Grant. The minute I have Pope and goals, Zinchenko, Van Dijk, Robertson, Dina, Fraser, Sterling, Salah, Sigurdsson, Jürgen Lokadia and Wilson. Willie, just the first 11? Yeah. So I have uh, Pope in goals. I have TAA, Andy Robertson, Lucas Dean, and Zinchenko in my defence. I have Salah, Sterling, Fraser, and Redmond in my midfield. And up front, I have Callum Wilson and Diego Yata. Very good. And Kirks, give us your weird diamond Christmas tree <laughs> formation thing you've got going on oh, there. Oh, so changes before Friday. Uh, Heaton, Robertson, Walker-Peters, Taylor... The Dunker, Fraser, Sterling, De Bruyne, Salah, Luigi, Kane, and people on the bench I've never heard of. I, I love that you've gone completely against the green. Like it's just completely I did, against. I didn't mean to. I think it's a just do it. Yeah. So anyway, that's all of our drafts for the opening game of the season and our reasons for getting them in. Okay, so probably our single biggest decision in every game week is yeah. who's going to be your captain. And I think this week's a bit easier than most weeks. It's not that big of a decision. This but week, who are you going for, Willie? Look, Salah's the first choice by a mile, in my opinion. 22 goals, 12 assists last season. He's the best player in the game. He smashed the stats in the community shield. He had 10 shots, three big chances missed. He hit the waterwork twice. He always performs against the bottom half teams. I see he's had 10.5 points against bottom six teams at home last season. Norwich are the most attacking out of all the promoted teams. They've had serious injuries in the back. I think Zimmerman's out for a for a long time. Godfrey Zimmerman's and on the Zimmer frame. Yeah, Godfrey <laughs> and well, Godfrey and Close are just back, and I just think nailed on. I think he's just if you pick anyone else. Uh, exactly what he said. I'm captain Salah. Yeah. yeah. Although I don't have the options you have, Kirk. So you have Salah, Sterling, and Kane. Yeah. yeah no, it, I was was going to Sterling. Um, just thinking he might start up front. 
Yeah. Um, but then I haven't watched the Charity Shield and Salah peppering the goal. Yeah. I'm probably going to captain Salah, but I'm actually half tempted to triple captain. I know it's it seems ridiculous, but it's such a stupid chip. I, I think it's a, it's a great option. I don't think it's a great option, but I wouldn't put you off, and I'd usually be the first person to put you off. Like he that. looked so yeah. sharp, and Firmino looked so sharp, and Norwich going to Anfield for their first game. Yeah. I love it. I have a big smile on my face can here. I, can I, I just... I wish I would do it. I actually might talk about But just to put this into context for you, Kirk, because we have Pooler 1-8 to eight to win that game. Salah's a 4-7 to seven anytime goal scorer. Like, what would you be happy with? We've talked about this last year. A goal and an assist, two goals. You want more than a goal? goal, goal, goal than well, he's clean Salah sheet. ain't getting no bonus. No, <laughs> clean sheet as well. So, yeah. I mean, I think we said last day two goals. That kind of two goals would be great. Yeah, I think two goals you'd be happy. Um, or a goal and an assist. I always start off with I obviously want a double hat trick and a clean sheet and like fourteen assists. Anything more than a goal, a goal and right, something Liverpool else. Liverpool guaranteed a double game week though because of all these. Extracurricular yeah, European games. Yeah, those double game weeks can be fucking fraud. That's because you're not really sure what teams are going to be in them. But if you knew Liverpool had a double was game it last week. week oh, last year's uh, United had a double game week. Man City and Wolves, was it? Yeah, but then I mean, City had Cardiff and Huddersfield, was it? Was then, crazy. Well, was we side. all had Duffy as captain. Well, I didn't. Didn't um, go near him. I did, and I don't feel bad about it. It was the right decision statistically. So, okay, right I did that. Right, just for a bit, little bit of crack uh, before we end the podcast, just we can go back and listen to it at the end of yeah. the season. Let's have a a few predictions. Now, this is it's not planned at all. So, uh, Willie, you might struggle just to come up with things on a whim, but uh, we'll give it a go. So, who do you think are going to be champions? Man City. Man City. Man City. Yeah, comfortably. Oh, I think comfortably. Liverpool pushing them. I actually was impressed that they had such a good second half, but I think City are still a notch above. I just think are you Poole is so well, so you can get yeah. close to them last year. Are you worried if Poole haven't really added to the squad as yeah. a Liverpool fan? It's it's uh, it's so good, good to see um, Ox back, Lalana back, um, but there's still no one new. Where City have De Bruyne back, Jesus back, like both yeah. in range of last season. What about this Brewster lad, Kirks? I don't know if he'll get a lot of time. Well, he might get a years away. 10, 15 minutes if they're playing okay and. Firmino needs a rest. Yeah. I think Origi's the second striker. Yeah. I don't think he's even in the game. Origi's the second striker. Fuck. Looks to be a dead. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Com- uh, Brewster's in the game. He's four and a half million. Oh. Yeah. Right. Complete the top four. So we have City champions. Who's going to be in the next three spots? Pool. Pool second. Definitely. Spurs. Spurs definitely if you keep Kane fit. Then I think it's Andy if who, who performs. I think Woody's probably the only one who thinks there's an extra. Name in the hat. Did you tell us you backed Villa to come top four? No. Well, what did I, you do? I, I, backed, six, I, backed Le- I backed Leicester to come top four. I no. I backed Villa to come top six at sixty to one. But that's because you know what price Villa were to come top ten? Four to one. I thought that was very very short. So you don't like money, you know? Just throwing your money away. <laughs> anyway, moving on. Um, well, yeah. No, so you said four. it could be any of a few teams, but I think you're going to have to leave colours to the mass. I don't think everything can get there. Yeah. Don't think Wolves will get there. With Europe. I don't think Leicester will. I don't think Leicester will, but he might say something. This else. all seems very obvious, though. Why are we even saying they won't? Uh, top four. I yeah, I know. Just how, remember the end of last season between Arsenal and Chelsea United. They couldn't win a game between them. It was yeah. ridiculous. So I don't know That's what they're going to be like. Is uh, um, where's Coutinho going? Look at Spurs, though. Like. Being linked with Coutinho, they've had a bid for the ball accepted at sixty odd million. Yeah, I'm happy to go for them as third. I, I think nearly say Spurs would be close to Liverpool than Liverpool would be to City. Yeah. Do you remember Spurs were actually in the title race 
maybe yeah. 10 games yeah. out. Not far out, yeah, their squad is letting them big. People are like, they're clearly the top three. They've they signed that man, really. Is he going to... Dumbling. <laughs> oh my god <laughs> it's worse than last <laughs> hopefully yeah. he never ever hears that but I agree there's going to be City, Liverpool Tottenham I think Chelsea are going to drop out I think too much of an unknown but not yeah. really sure about Lampard and they've yeah, lost they're still so solid defensively and they've all these young hungry players who just want to prove a point what's with you is that top four like young hungry players <laughs> is that top four worthy I'm not sure especially with defence as good as any the defence was after um, uh, Liverpool and City uh, Chelsea's defence was by far the best from, yeah. like, I know it goes as far as from underlying City protective was by far the third best defence in the league it's a lottery United would be probably better Chelsea or anything yeah. Arsenal should be better I mean, I'm going to write these down after Arsenal I should be to this so I'm going to go Tottenham and I'm actually going United top four this season I'm going to go Arsenal Okay. I have Arsenal down I'm going to go but Arsenal I thought they were getting Coutinho when they put that down they still have Aubameyang. Like. Come on, Willie, can you react on the spot? Is um, it still going to be Arsenal? I'm going yeah, to... they have Aubameyang. Yeah. They have Lacazette. I'm sticking with Arsenal. Pepe. Question marks it's over the defence. I think Everton and Leicester. I, yeah, but the defence, I was looking at, I, uh, Chambers is going to be starting at the start of the season. Holding is coming back into training. They're going to really push to get Tierney in before Thursday. And I looked, they're, from, they're looking at the centre half from Leipzig as well. Oh, so yeah. I'm going to go... Um, but Chemo or someone. So yeah. you have Conor yeah, Chambers got relegated at Fulham and look good in a lot of the games. Holding, Holding is the best centre-half they have. Made crackers. The whole season. Uh, Tierney They're has burned it, it up in his strategy. They're getting it up in the SPL. Yeah, and this guy from Leipzig must be good. Like, and you were like no, questioning me on the United defence a while ago and now you're like they should have signed Mings. these guys. They should have signed me. <laughs> <laughs> so I've said United... You've said, oh, said Arsenal. Yeah. Arsenal. For different reasons. Yeah. <laughs> it sounds like he's really disagreeing. Right, who do we think is going to be the highest scoring FPL player? Mohamed Salah. Uh, Salah as well, I think. It's killing you to just go with the norm, isn't <laughs> it? Pick yeah. the most predictable guy. Twice I think, in a row, you're agreeing yeah, with me. There was a little light bulb going off in your head. Like, who can I pick I, here? I think it's between Sterling and Salah. Um, I think I'll go with Salah because he's greedier, I think. Yeah, I think they're going to be the top two clear by quite at this yeah, I think I'm going to go for Sterling this season I think yeah. he's just shown more and more improvement every year he's more likely to get bonus than Salah is he's playing in the better team he probably isn't as nailed Salah has penals Salah has penals they're both going to be 250-300 pointers they're just unbelievable Sterling's bonus counteract the penalties maybe maybe this is the year Salah gets bonus points <laughs> I hope so just a mad one. Okay, so what else can we talk about? Maybe the Golden Boot. It was shared last year by three African players. I'm going Harry Kane. Yeah. I'm going to go Harry Kane. He's 4-1 to one with the bookies. If he stays fit, 25 to 30, or 30 goals is a given. I don't need to say anything. We disagreed again. You're Harry Kane as well? We disagreed again. What's going on? Works. Yeah. I, I kind of want to go a little bit different here. I'm going to go for Aubameyang. Good um, I think he's a better injury record than Harry Kane. I don't have to worry that he's going to drop as deep. He also takes penalties a lot of the time. His XG was three goals better than everybody else. He had the highest XG last season, 26.65. Yeah. He had 36 big chances. I think it was that was the most of them forwards by three or four. Yeah, if well. he puts away 10% of them, that's another you know, yeah. three or four goals. and It'd be hard to catch him if he matches last Someone season. Someone like Pepe and is going to mean more chances for him as well, is it? Yep, so I'll go for him. Now, this is a tricky question. Uh, again, haven't thought about it, but who's going to get relegated? Willie, we'll let you go first. 
Just this is really, really hard. I really oh. hate this question. I love all the teams. Sure. No, it's not which teams do you love? Who do you think is going to get? But I don't know. Yeah. It's a scientific kind of but question. Like, who do I think? An it's not scientific because there's no data to No, but analyze. it's not based on... You just said, I love all the teams. There's data on yeah. how well promoted right. teams do. Um, isn't it statistically... Right. Look, I'm going to go... Look, I love all these teams. I don't think any I think Norwich are going to come 20th. I think they've spent feck all in pre-season. I think Fark is not going to change his, his outlook. I think they might be a little bit naive. They're just so attacking and they're just going to try to win games and I think they could get done. I think Brighton are 19th. I really like Potter. I really like the way they're playing in pre-season. I just think statistically they were just so poor at both ends of the pitch last season, both defensively and attacking. They were just terrible. And then I have the last team to get relegated. I have Newcastle. I just have no Perez, no Randon, no Rafa, no chance. <laughs> Done. So you have two promoted teams staying. You know, he's interesting, Kirk. Do you have a bit of a? I don't know what when it comes to this. Yeah, it's someone who of the three teams who want one always goes back down. Okay, at least one. You mean? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And whoever struggled at the end of the last season tends to get dragged into it. So it's Brighton and Newcastle again. So Norwich, Brighton, and Newcastle, then me. the last spot is tends to be between one of the other promoted teams or someone who just kind of falls apart. Okay. So I'm going um, Norwich, Brighton, and then between Villa and Newcastle. Right. Fair enough. Fair enough. Can't argue with that. I'm going to go Norwich. So full house there. Well, that's for all the reasons you said. Well, why would you though? It's a question. You have to give an answer. Um, Norwich are dead. You're, you're big into bookies odds. Are they the favourites? Norwich are even money to go down. And I said, who's it? Brighton are 7-4. to four, Newcastle are 2-1. to one. Villa are 5-2, they're the four teams we've mentioned so far. So we're not too far off. Fair enough. So I'm going to go Norwich, then I'm between Sheffield United and Newcastle. Both 2-1, um, I think. I don't rate Bruce at all. Uh, it's going to be a big loss losing Rafa. They lost Rondon. But like they brought in your man Joe Linton. They seem to be making a few moves in the market. They might get in one or two before the... Mm. And I don't know if it, it's that cliche. I think, do they have a little bit too much... Quality. They don't have a lot of quality, but I think they've more quality than the likes of Sheffield. The Manor on Shar. Just uh, Premier League quality. Yeah. And then my third team, and I'm I'm very definite about this, is uh, Aston Villa. Huh. I think they're doing a full one. I think, like Kirk said, it's always going to be one of the promoted teams. Quite a good chance that there's going to be two. They've bought way too many players for my liking. Load of Brazilian lads, you know, only two, there, two Brazilian lads. Only there for the money. Wesley and Douglas, their manager has no experience in the Premier League. Uh, Willie you've talked about that they're going to play attacking football they're going to be a little bit naive naive is the word their defence isn't great Um, Tyron Minks is great I'd be very uh, confident so I think they'd go one way or the other very dramatically oh they will I think they'll either go on and they'll be not Wolves but they'll be on that (laughs) that kind of crest I don't think they'll they'll be up with Wolves not this season maybe next year and the year after or it's going to fall apart your man's going to make a balls of it in the Premier League. He's going to be sacked. People are saying, I don't I don't think, the fans just love Dino so much. I think, I think I'm think i happy enough for Bill to get relegated. Dino stay on as manager and get us up again next season. I think there's a lot of people that feel the same. So, Cool. So, yeah, I'm actually buying into Potter at Brighton now. I like what yeah. I've seen in pre-season. Like yeah. uh, I've fallen in love with Lacadia, so I'm yeah. going for Brighton. And like, if I picked Brighton, I couldn't have said Villa. So, you know, more reasons. I know. Go for I think that. I might be a bit harsh on Brighton, but it sounds good. Uh, not necessarily. I think you're right. They could go one of two ways either. Like they were struggling last season, but like it's been a total revamp. Yeah, it's so hard to call that. So isn't it like really? They probably need this to keep the hard- Duncan Duffy together. Yeah. Though, don't this they? is the hardest 
relegation. Like it's so hard to pick three teams. It really is. I think Bournemouth could find themselves in trouble if they're not careful. No, it's like you said. I don't think they'll be in trouble, but they always they have that lose purple so patch games. that keeps them safe. One season they're not going to hit that purple patch, and they're going to be right in trouble. I was shocked where they actually came last season. Was it like 15th or something? I think it was 15th. Like they were pushing for that top seven. Yeah, you know, they were pushing with Wolves for a while. And I Wolves, Wofford. Yeah, 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 if you go back yeah. every season, I think it's very similar. Yeah. Like they were very low down, so they were. Yeah, but they were safe very early on. Yeah, did they just kind of, the wheels come off, they get a bit lazy. Like these Brazilians at Villa. You <laughs> just can't trust them. <laughs> and they've also let Tyrone Mings go, so. Do you know? Massive loss. Second best defender in the league. Second. Well, Harry Maguire is definitely not four times better than him. I'll tell you that much, boys. For free. <laughs> Fair enough. So before we wrap up, uh, we'll just mention some of our our own little segments that we have. We'll sell our own shit, basically. Yeah. So we have a lot going on this season. We we started off last year. We just added a few things. Didn't really know what we were doing, but we have a renegade squad. We're going to do one for the first week. <laughs> it's definitely going to be great summer. Yeah. But you can't afford to bring in Kane if we bring in the defenders. Yeah. It's going to be pretty much... For those of you who don't know, just basically, it's where one of our followers will play off against us head-to-head that game week. And basically, we put together a squad based on our three squads. So they all have to be in one of our teams. And it's as the season goes on, we kind of are at a disadvantage because we can't have any price rises. Our budget's always 100 million. So at the very start, we should be in a good position. Yeah, we should. We, just, well, we should be winning. We'll have the same budget team. as the follower. In fairness, the first week we should be in the same boat as them anyway. So I'd be pretty. Except confident. we have a pool of three squads now. I know there's going to be a lot of crossover. But They've got a pool of the entire game. <laughs> <laughs> I know, but you know what I mean. No, we, we have an advantage game week. When we're going to whoever plays is going to lose. I, I think we have a big advantage. So why are you playing us? Because whoever beats us by the most points will win a prize. Are we doing it by number or percentage? Oh, just numbers easier. I think we got beaten by nine points. Why not? Yeah, think so difficult. He, he likes to complicate things. In low scoring week, that's all. Nah, we'll just stick. That's easier, I think. So the winner will get a, I think it's a twenty-five euro voucher and a Renegades mug. Renegade mugs are class. They're great. I wouldn't drink my tea out of anything else. No. I know if you want. Tea tastes like piss out of it. I don't know why. <laughs> will he? Also tastes lovely. So. <laughs> That's our, our big one, really. Then we have our Renegades Dead Last League, which is a new thing. Also going to be a €25 Euro voucher and a Renegades mug for the winner there. It's very popular. I still think we should have uh, customised mugs so people get to choose. Yeah. I think we should I'm on Team Kirks. <laughs> I'm on Team Tyrone Mings. Tyrone Mings. Team like Mings. I'd love it. No one would be on my team. Apparently I'm a bit mean yeah. on this podcast. Really? Uh, I'm a bit mean in real life, so. You're know. sober today. Genuine. Uh, he deserved it today. So anyway, our Renegades Dead last league. I think there's over 100 people in it. And it's just a mini league. It's going to be a little bit different because we're going to play for four or five weeks. Everyone gets a little bit of time to settle in and enjoy not life. be bottom of the league. Yeah, enjoy life. <laughs> and then, depending on numbers, the last few teams every week are going to get booted out. Yeah. So it's not your weekly score. It's your overall score. So whoever's bottom of the league. And you're fucked out. And then, just to complicate it even further, we're going to play down to the last four to eight weeks. And whoever's left, we're going to reset the points and it's going to be a head-to-head league. So our selling point here is pretty much anyone can win this league. You don't have to have a crack in season. You just don't have to be down near the bottom. have to survive until the last few weeks and then you just have to have a good end to yeah, the season. You could finish eighth and then win the whole thing. Give everyone a shot. Yeah, it should be a bit of crack as well. 
way worse than eight. Yeah. We're going to give serious abuse to people who get knocked out early as well. Yeah. Uh, my money, I might put this up, is on you know that Luke Farrell guy who follows us. Right. He's a good lad. I'm going to put him as the favourite to get knocked out first with... Oh, a fit and done. At that FPL podcast, the Liverpool guy. One of us is getting knocked out. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. I'm glad you joined. You joined today, though. <laughs> I forgot about it. It would have been pretty embarrassing. And then, sorry, we're going on, on and on and on. But our last segment, and probably the one we're most looking forward to, yeah. although he unveiled his, unveiled, unveiled his first draft today and I'm a little bit worried. <laughs> is, uh, He's learned nothing. <laughs> one of our mates, a uh, brand new FPL player, uh, it's our Jim's All That Jim's segment. All that. So it's based on the teen not, movie not quite as good She's All That Cook. starring Freddie Prince Jr. and <laughs> Cook. So basically we're going to take Jim and make him prom king of FPL. Well, think, do, you, do you not think Rachel Cook looked way better as a nerd than she did as right, a... So the aim of this <laughs> uh, segment is to get Jim into the top 50k. Brand new player, never played the game, is not on FPL Twitter, doesn't really know the ins and outs. He's going to pick players just Aaron Wan-Bissaka and McTom and Lee and uh, yeah, he's a Man United fan he had three Man United players in his first class he's a lovely guy he's United dickhead but our aim is to use our knowledge use our stats use yeah. our podcast to get him as high as possible yeah so he won't listen how high will he go will we get 50 I don't know he'll put three United players in we'll get I was like oh we'll definitely get 50 I think we'll definitely get 100 now he's just he's doing a bit of mad shit isn't he? so we'll be posting weekly updates keeping an eye on that and Hopefully it'll go well. Good crack. So yeah, come to the end. Anyone got anything they want to bring up other than Tyrone Mings is the second best defender in the world? No, stop at that before he goes on. <laughs> He's fucking cat cheese face over there. We've said enough of it. Cool. So for anyone who has made it this far, because this feels like it's been very long, uh, thanks for listening. We do appreciate all the support. Follow us on Twitter. It's FPL Renegades Podcast, at Renegades FPL. Uh, tell your friends about our podcast if you do enjoy it share it around um, give it a rating on whatever platform you listen Ten. to you know yeah, <laughs> five star don't give it a rating if you're not going to give it a fucking deadly rating yeah like it kind of takes just as much yeah. energy so it does why yeah. would you bother clicking one star you know yeah. just as much energy and you're doing nobody any favours <laughs> yeah. so don't give us a rating Willie's wife won't let him out yeah. anymore if I'd say if the rating falls below three stars no you're in trouble. I'm in trouble. Yeah. To be only two guys doing the pod. So yeah, looking forward to Friday. You can nearly taste it. Like Friday. A few oh, days. I'm gonna chop my change, my team so much. I was gonna say, pretty much identical. I think it's I think it's an easy enough start. You just go for nine or ten really solid players. Have you seen my team? I have your team's very different. I don't think you can go too wrong in lesser cracks. <laughs> if you kind of play it by numbers, you'll be okay. Yeah. So anyway, best of luck to Everyone for the first game week. Can you have a red arrow? You can't. In the first, in the first game, week. game week. Did they not set you up at the start in a position? Did they? Well, the bed, I can't remember. I can't yeah, even you finish know. last season, maybe, no? No, just off bed or whatever. Can't even wish for you to have green arrows, because I don't know if you can... Yeah. I hope everyone has a smashing game week anyway. <laughs> yeah. So, good luck and, and good night! night.